Welcome to Where Rodeo Meets the Road, where your rodeo life and style collide. Each episode, the top personalities from the PRCA and PBR share their victories, setbacks, and inside stories from the season. Now here are your hosts, Ken and Hannah. Happy Thanksgiving, Hannah. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes, and on the phone with us today is PRCA photographer Rosanna Sales. Rosanna, thanks for being on the show with us. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanksgiving. What does Rosanna Sales do for Thanksgiving? Um, well, right now, I uh, my mom is helping me get some stuff ready. I'm hosting Thanksgiving, so we are getting all the all the things ready, all the things. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> there's always such a, it's, you know, Thanksgiving is just, you know, the turkey, the, 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 the staples of Thanksgiving, the turkey, the, the green bean casserole, the pumpkin pie, mashed potatoes, you know, everything that you need to actually fall asleep after you eat. Right. <laughs> yes, uh, my little one actually had to have her tonsils out, so she made her request of um, what was going to be on the list for Thanksgiving. So she's been looking forward to the, her her first like real meal of what was going to be on the Thanksgiving. Are there any Thanksgiving uh, table? <laughs> do you have any? Are there any traditions in the in your family? Um, well, my family is Portuguese, so we have a couple. Um, I guess, like Portuguese desserts that are normally on the table that aren't like normal Thanksgiving desserts. But I, other than that, we try and have American Thanksgiving meal. American Thanksgiving. <laughs> does, does the, uh, a lot of people show up? Um, typically, it used to be huge when we lived down um, in California. We'd all go to my grandparents' house, and it was... Um, I mean, probably like 40 or 50 people, but the more older we got, the more our families kind of grew apart to different states, and so we've kind of spread out a little bit farther away. So this year, it's just um, my family and my parents and my brother and his kids or his family, so it's a little smaller this time around, but um, which is, a, you know, it's still, it'll be a good size. Yeah, that's still nice, too, to have, you know, your immediate close family there. I will say Thanksgiving is my absolutely, absolute favorite holiday of all time. I think I could eat Thanksgiving dinner for every meal the rest of my life. <laughs> so, you, your poor child, <laughs> this is a terrible time to have your Well, it, it just ends up perfectly where she's at the end where she can now eat. So that's so she's been looking forward to it. She's been making her list of where when she can have her food. So she it she's at the end of her like two weeks of not eating solid foods. So now she's ready. She is ready to eat for her food. <laughs> yeah. So this is the big go ahead. Yeah. Okay, so that's perfect yes. timing. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she's been looking forward to it. I know we didn't call you to be on our show to just talk about turkey and eating too much. <laughs> though, yeah, I mean, it's a great subject. But, you know, you are an accomplished PRCA photographer and photographer of the year in 2017. 
you also went to your first NFR the same year. You know, you shot behind the scenes, but you're still there. And 2020, you're in the dirt. And 2023, you're going back. How does that feel to go from in the, in six years to where you are today? Um, it's been a wild ride for sure. Um, it definitely has not been easy. It's been a lot of work. And um, as I mentioned, I have... Um, kids so it, it takes a village for sure oh yeah, um, yeah there's not a lot of PRCF photographers I have found um, that are moms <laughs> so there are a few of us but not um, too many that are have younger children so it's definitely um, a challenge for sure but um, I feel like I'm teaching my girls that you can with the right support system that you can definitely chase your dreams and go for it and so that's been that's been fun um, to show them that you can can do that but um, yeah it was not easy for sure and there was times where I definitely felt like giving up and I'm glad I didn't because um, I wouldn't be here where I wouldn't be getting ready to head down to, to Vegas no yeah for so, sure yeah. And, and you know not everybody knows that, you know, how many cameras it actually takes to shoot the NFR for the PRCA. You know, you have two in the arena and two out of the arena for four. And <laughs> Click Thompson will be in the arena with you. And Click was photographer mm -hmm. of the year last year. And, uh, you know, we were talking about Click. And, you know, he's he's good. He, you know, you guys are all good. And, you know, Clay and Haley on the outside, you know, all four of you do great work. You know, how does it feel to have that team going into the NFR this year? Um, it feels really good. And I kind of, you know, it's kind of a, like the proud big sister moment because um, a few years ago, all three of them have kind of been like, hey, would you talk to me? Nobody's talk nobody will talk to me. And I've been able to kind of talk to them or or help them out in some way and um just give them a time of day when nobody would even talk to them and they I mean they've all all put their own work in and they're all are talented and done their own thing. I mean I I I I did not do anything to help them get there at all. But um it's been neat to watch them grow and to see them excel and do so well. And then now to be able to stand there next to them is like makes my heart so happy. And that is very exciting to be able to do that with them. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, being a PRC photographer, it's cutthroat out there. You know, like you uh, said, yeah. some people don't want to give you the time of day. Some people are willing to help, you know, it's just, it's really hard out there, you know, to do, mm -hmm. you know, what we do. Um, but looking at your, you know, photos throughout the years, and especially like, say, this year, or even over the years, what, what have, to yourself, what has been like the most memorable moment that you've captured in the PRCA rodeo? Oh, man. I... You have to dig deep for this one, right? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, there, I mean, there's been times where it's come back where it's ended up being memorable. 
Um, one that really stuck out that was hard um, was J.R. Verzane, where was on the back of the shoot, so of him praying at NFR. And then that following year is when he got his pension, when he ended up getting paralyzed. Now, so it was one of my favorite shots I had taken of him was praying on the back of the shoots, and then he ended up getting injured and, you know, his career-ending injury. And, and I was just like, oh, like that was just heart sink. You just, you know, like, man, that just that full circle moment. And then now he's back on the back of a horse again. And just like he, that man, there's just no stopping that man and that faith that he has in him, you know, and, and, and God. And so I guess that's just an image that always just sticks out, out to me is his faith. And it just, that full circle, full circle moment that he had. Yeah, you get to capture a lot of those like things that in the moment people don't really think about, and then they look back and they're like, "Oh my gosh, that was that moment!" And you get to mm -hmm. capture that. But when you're doing this, I mean, you go rodeos all across the country, and you do this all the time. What do you look for when you're looking through your camera? For me, I just I want to tell a story. And I want somebody to feel what I'm like that emotion. Um, and when I when I first started shooting rodeo, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> I mean, I from the traditional rodeo side of it, I was just telling this. I was just feeling that emotion, and I was just like, "Wow, this is amazing!" And so that's that's what I was trying to show um, was me growing up going to rodeos and trying to show that emotion through my camera for people. Um, so some people didn't like that because I wasn't showing the traditional shot of the horse stretched out. I was showing the cowboy sleeping in the back of the car or, you know, some, something different rather than, that traditional shot all the time um but i was seeing stuff that i didn't get to see as a little kid sitting in the stands and didn't realize stuff that was going on from the stands and so i was like this is what people need to see and that's kind of what i realized and then i real realized there's more to the story and um that's how i kind of felt like I was evolving as more of in the rodeo. That's how I felt where I belonged more in the rodeo world was more of a storyteller side of it and wanted to show more of the emotion side. Yeah. Capturing that. that <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, you are one of the photographers that really captures that behind the scenes, more emotional feel. But as far as, when you are, you know, in the arena, even outside of the arena, are there situations that you like best as far as lighting, space, environment, things like that? Um, I mean, I think I definitely prefer to shoot without lights if I can, if I can get away without, with, like, without um, using, having to set up lights and stuff like that. I'd rather use available light if I can um, and just find the light. And I think it's definitely more challenging to do it that way. Um, but I can't always 
do that depending on whom I'm, you know, who I'm shooting for, what my client wants. So that all depends on what they're wanting. But sure. um, I don't know. I guess traditional, I, you're always going to need some traditional shots. That's always going to be needed. Sometimes I feel like I get in a rut when I'm shooting in the arena, when I'm hired for the arena stuff, because then I'm like, okay, now they they just want traditional stuff. When I'm hired as arena photographer, I'm like, oh, that means they just want traditional stuff. And then I get in my head about it of, oh, they just want traditional, they just want traditional. So, and then I'm like, okay, I go back to whoever hired me. And then I'm okay, do you want just their traditional stuff? And they're like, we hired you because we like your work. You just go do your thing. So then I'm like, okay. So I'm like, okay, get back, get back out there. And then I have to remind myself, like, I don't have to just sit here and do just traditional stuff. I can go and run around like a crazy person and lay in the dirt and do whatever I normally do. And people look at me like I'm losing my mind. <laughs> so Yeah, and, and I, I totally get that traditional thing, you know, there's only so many times you could shoot that second barrel, you know, in a barrel racing mm-hmm. or you know, be in certain spots for certain events. And But when you got that, you know, I guess you could free reign it and do what you want and what you mm-hmm. feel and see, man, it, then people really appreciate it to where it's like, man, that that's awesome. You know, the perspective, you know, of laying in the ground or getting behind the shoots, you know, that's what – People see so much on TV, and they see, you know, that traditional – that's a traditional shot captures what's on TV, but you want to show them what's not on TV, you know, the, the – Right. Everything behind the scenes. And I, and I don't want to take away from the tradition. We need that stuff, No, too. yeah, absolutely. But I just – I my brain just gets bored of yeah. it. Yeah. So I have to move – I, myself, just need to move around and do things, or I just – I won't be able to do this for long if I just sit there and do traditional stuff all the time totally. myself. Yeah. I will so, just get bored with it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So what, what is? So what do you find is like the most re- rewarding aspect of being a rodeo photographer? Um, I think it's more of all the no's and the people who thought I couldn't do it and just showing them like that I could. <laughs> I'm just too <laughs> stubborn. <laughs> right. Exactly. I I think it's more of the people that just were you know, the amount of people I told I had a five year plan of shooting the NFR one day that laughed in my face. Um and then I ended up shooting it that year. I would love love to see their faces, you know. Yeah. No, I get it. You know, going out to rodeo, you know, in it doesn't ever bother me, you know, if I'm shooting a rodeo, you know, you see a lot of people because of way technology is, you know, people have that access to long lenses and cameras mm-hmm. and, you know, you see them shooting from the, from the sidelines or whatever. And it really doesn't bother me, you know, it's whatever, mm-hmm. but because of, you know, the access we have, you know, as photographers in the arena, you know, what kind of equipment are you using? Because, like I said, technology changes so fast. So, you know, you have to keep up with them sometimes. You know, I haven't changed my lens in a few years because I love my lens. It's a fast lens. But, you know, you have the new cameras coming out, you know, the R7s and 5s and, you know, mm-hmm. the mirrorless. And What what do you like about that? What do you use? 
Um, right now, my workhorse has been um, a 1DX Mark II, um, a, a Canon shooter. And then I, depending on where I'm shooting, if I'm at a big arena like Pendleton or something like that, I'll usually rent a bigger lens. Um, just because it's just not in my budget to <laughs> right. uh, own a $12,000 lens just to carry it around for one or two rodeos a year. Right. Um, but, uh, I do have a Sigma sport, the 120 to 300 2.8. So I'll probably be shooting with that most of the time at NFR. It's just a heavy Right. Heavy thing, but I'll be pretty buff by the time we're done with 10 rounds. Right. Um, I am kind of at a standstill right now. I'm at that point with my gear where I'm either going to probably be selling everything and re, um, you know, rebuying everything. So I'm uh, either going to be going mirrorless or going through a change of changing of the guards. So right. I don't know if I'm going to be going Sony or sticking with Canon. I've just always known Canon since I've been like 12 years old and had a camera in my hand. Right. So yeah, I'm not really sure. That's kind of the big question in my household right now. I've been going back and forth of what I'm going to do. Yeah. It's, it's big, big decisions, you know, and, you know, shooting, you know, big arenas, you know, like say AT&T or, uh, Thomas and Mac or, you know, the bigger indoor arenas, you know, they're real lit. They're, they're lit for, for shooting, you know, of course, you know, sometimes, you know, especially at the NFR, I'm sure you'll be using, you know, lights yourself, you know, but mm -hmm. some of these outdoor pens are poorly lit, you know, it's just real tough, you know, how do you get behind, you know, where do you find your spot? You, you have to look for light, you know, the available light, mm -hmm. you know, and sometimes it's not in that traditional spot, you know, so you have to find that light. Do you find that, do, that, do you accept that challenge? I mean, you could get some really cool stuff out of that. Yeah, usually that's why I'm crawling around in some weird places. <laughs> so I try and find those little spots of light and then I wait for it <laughs> wait for that contestant to kind of get in that spot where I I'm just praying that they get in that in that little spot of light that I'm I envision that shot um that's the hard part of depending on how my contracts are so if I have a contract where um with a committee that they're wanting you know, certain amount of images, then I might have to set up lights and I'm getting more traditional shots of with my light set up. So it kind of depends on how I have my contract set up, if I can do that or not. So, but if I'm, you know, contracted with a, a client, with a certain client, then I might be able to do that where I can play a little bit more. So, yeah, but yeah, I, I do like to chase the light. Definitely. Sure. You shot a lot of big rodeos, big events. What are, I mean, it could be one, it could be multiple, but your favorite rodeos or events that you've gotten to shoot and why? Um, well, I mean, definitely one of my favorites, but I don't feel like I can compare it to another one is Pendleton just because it's such an iconic rodeo and it's so different. Um, the perfs are definitely long and taxing on you, but 
you just never know what you're going to get. And um, it's one of my only daytime, like daylight rodeos. I Being in the Pacific Northwest, we get so many nighttime rodeos, but we have a lot of great rodeos up here. Um, and my committees treat me so wonderful up here. And so shout out to the Columbia River Circuit. <laughs> <laughs> you got, they're, they're so great to me. So, um, but yeah, they, I just have some really great rodeos up here. Um, so I just really, I think Pendleton and Ellensburg are probably one of my only like daylight rodeos that I get to shoot. Everything else is nighttime rodeos. So that's one of my bigger challenges around here. Yeah. But. And you've been doing, you just said you've had a camera in your hand since you were a kid. But since, you know, you started rodeo photography and really got into all of this, um, how would you say your rodeo, your photography and your style has changed throughout your career, if it has? Um, I definitely have gotten better, I hope. <laughs> so, um, and I, so when I started shooting as a kid, I wanted to shoot extreme sports. I knew that's what I wanted to do. Like, I loved the action. I loved chasing the action. Um, I used to have my brother, we had a little farm and ranch, and I used to have my brother go out on the dirt bike and jump, like, the rocks and do stuff on, on rocks on the dirt bike and so I'd take pictures of him doing tricks and stuff. Um, and so we'd go back there, and that's kind of how that started. And then I went to school for photography, and my instructor told me I would never um, never do extreme sports photography. And so I said, uh, yes, I will. <laughs> and he said, well, you probably won't and even use your photography degree like most people. And he goes, if you do, you're probably just going to do portraits and weddings, like the, you know, 20% that actually use their photography degree. And so I came home and did portraits and weddings like everybody else that did for a while just because that's where the money was. Then I told every client that I was not a wedding photographer, and I did that for about 10 years and got super burnt out. And then I shot my first rodeo and fell in love with it and had to figure out how to make money. And it took me a little bit. But um, I think the storytelling part, I still try to remember, like, that was what I fell in love with, of that part of rodeo. So I try to not forget that side of it. And I want to make sure I remember that um so i i don't want to i don't want that part of it to um go away but i think the i definitely think my styles evolved a bit of um my timing i mean my thankfully my timing has gotten better of figuring out um that part of it. I didn't know that the legs needed to be stretched out. You know, I didn't know that stuff. So figuring that out, just asking questions, asking the cowboys, like what is supposed, what looks good. Like I would go back and ask them like, is this a good shot? Like, a, and they're like, no, this is, 
you know, you want the, the guy wants their toes pointed out and this and that. I'm like, okay. So I, I would just ask questions. And I think that was the thing. I'm not, I wasn't scared to ask a question. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not scared to look stupid because I make myself look dumb all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I think that was the biggest thing. Um, but you know, you have a lot of, like I said before, there's always cameras, lenses sticking through the fences and this and that. Mm -hmm. And I think they think that being in a position of, of where you're at is, is easy. You know, well, I could do that, but can you really, because when you get into being a PRCA photographer, there is so much more than just taking a, you know, hitting that shutter button, you know, there's a lot more that goes into it. So what advice would you have to give to an aspiring photographer looking to get their PRCA card? Um, I think the biggest thing is not thinking that you have to start right at the PRCA. Um, I was very fortunate and did start there, and I honestly just didn't really know any different. Um, just because we have, like, my hometown is a PRCA rodeo, um, and I was very fortunate to um start there and I did do pretty well and hone on my crap like I, I did do well and figure it out pretty quickly just because I didn't shoot rodeo all my life didn't mean I didn't know photography so that was the thing that, that right. I think people had a hard time with just because I, I wasn't a rodeo photographer didn't mean I didn't know photography I, I all I did pick up a camera when I was 12 years old, so right. I think that's something I do want to say. <laughs> Just because I wasn't a rodeo photography didn't mean I was not a photographer. Right. Um, and but, he, you know, as a photographer, we're there to you know capture the history of rodeo. You know, there's a lot to it. Like I said, you know, there's the traditional shot and behind the scenes shots. But you know, as rodeo moves forward, you know. What do you see in the future of rodeo photographer, rodeo photography, and what role do you hope to play in it? Um, I think storytelling is huge, and I also think videography is um, going to be a big thing for rodeo, rather than just the photography side of it. Yeah. I think the video, um, just because the social media aspect of it, right is gonna is taking over and i'm not sure with the prca how they're going to handle that and i think that they still don't know how they're going to handle that at right. this point yeah. but um yeah reels are are so popular right now both on instagram and mm -hmm. and TikTok, and you know that seems to be the the trending um medium i guess is uh, um, videography or videos so mm -hmm. but you know you always need photos so you know it's just right. there's a lot of things out there and you know and back to there's a lot of networking that goes on there's relationships inside and outside of the ad arena with you know the other photographers and contestants mm -hmm. and contractors and there's so many people that oh. you need to know i guess or, or make yes. network with and how hard or easy was that for you when you started um i building relationships with people I think is the key I did not grow up in this industry and so that was hard for me and I 
Um, I like to call myself an extroverted introvert. So like I um, definitely like to be in my own little quiet hole, but I do like to, I am a people person and I do love meeting people. But when I don't know anybody, it's hard for me to just push myself out there and just be like, oh, hey, I'm Rosanna. And so yeah. that is that was very hard for me to be in an environment and be like, okay, I'm just going to have to go out there and start introducing myself. That was very hard for me. Yeah. Um, so I would, after a rodeo, I'd go put my gear down and I, I was sleeping in the back of my car. And so I'm like, okay, it's either I lay here in the back of my car and listen to the music out there while every, you know, everything's going on and I just mm-hmm. lay here. <laughs> Um, or I go out there and I go start to shake hands and meet these committee members and meet these contestants. And so I'd sit there and I'm like, okay, deep breath, you can do it, you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> just right. talk, give myself this pep talk and just go. And uh, so then I'd go out there and I'd just start shaking hands like, hey, I'm like, as the photographer. And I'd start, you know, shaking hands. And some people didn't think, you know, they didn't like that. The, they didn't think that was appropriate that I was in the beer garden or out there meeting people and that's not how it's done. And I'm like, how, I don't understand how you think I'm supposed to meet these people. If I just go back, you know, I'm like, that's called networking. That's how you meet people. But so that's, that is how I met people. I just put my (laughs) gear down and went and shook hands. So, which I think it helped me a lot. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And that was, pushing myself out of my comfort zone for sure. But I'm really glad I, I did that. And that was, that was hard for me um, in the beginning for sure. But, but it seemed, it seemed to work. You're back at the yeah. NFR, you an accomplished photographer and, you know, no telling what we're going to see from you in the future. Rosanna, thank you for being on our show where rodeo meets the road. Oh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it.